Hello, welcome to this moment with M and MJ. Welcome, everybody. I am Mary Jo Ryder, and I am Mike Ryder. We're excited to be recording and speaking to you again today. Thank you so much for listening. We shared. We just got done doing a podcast about Jasper, so I hope you go yeah. back and you listen to that one if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. And while we were here, the latest thing that we've really been talking about, we said, well, let's just go into what we've been talking about. So here we are. Well. We've been having a conversation, okay? And I think we may have said something about this earlier on an earlier podcast talking about, I don't know if we've talked about deliverance or not, but we went to Greg Locke's movie, Come Out in Jesus' Name, talking about deliverance. And they're starting to get a hold of the fact that there's really a strong need for deliverance ministry in the local church, Mm -hmm. okay? But there's a lot of, you know, and when you get into some of these things that are, are I don't want to the the extra supernatural maybe if that's even a good term you know like like demonic influence and casting out devils and then you have the prophecy thing where where these you know the prophets are saying thus saith the Lord and, and it's all over the Bible you know if you look at the New Testament you look at the ministry of Jesus he spent a considerable amount of time casting out devils truth you know I I think with some of these things, there's a possibility for error mm-hmm. because you get people who are are looking at the person rather than looking at God. Like if I were to say, oh, prophet so-and-so said thus and so, mm-hmm. okay, or this guy did this and this and that to cast out a devil. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I, I think there can be a measure of caution in some of those things because of the potential for error if we get off of the word. Right. Well, that's true about any subject. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then, then looking at things like this too, one of the things that we have really been digging hard into, we've been really, I think we're on our third trip through John Bevere's book, The Awe of God. I know we've mentioned it on the podcast before and do it, get it. It Just, is good. Oh, it is wonderful. And I think, We've been, you know, we've mentioned that we want to do a podcast on it, and we do still want to do a podcast on it. But I think that we still want to know what God wants us to say about it. Right. And that hasn't settled yet, which is why we haven't done a podcast on it. But like Micah said, we're going through it now. This is our third time, and I think we're just continuing to get more and more so I'm excited when when the Holy Spirit does, you know, put it in our heart what he mm-hmm. wants what he wants us to say or you know, I could even say even if he wants us to say something, he right. might only want us to say we like the book, would recommend you read it. So yeah, go get it, you yeah. know, and learn about the the healthy fear of the Lord. Mm-hmm. But one of the biggest keys and one of the biggest takeaways in developing a holy fear from what we're learning is relationship. Relationship with God, relationship with Holy Spirit. And the more we dig into that, the more we realize that this is the way to keep from being off, mm-hmm. is to have that close, in close relationship with Holy Spirit where you and, and the Lord, where you are spending time with him, you are, you are listening to him, you are reading the word. You are, and we've been pounding this a lot lately in in our podcast. Is get strong in the word. It kind of sounds like a broken record, but it's the absolute truth. 
Right. It's probably been the biggest thing that the Holy Spirit has shared with us, oh, I yeah. think, in the past years is that, in fact, I just recently got something I believed from the Lord, and it was like even more so that with what is going to be released here in the in the in the upcoming years that we need to be digging into the word and it was a pretty strong message actually it was very strong just just thinking about this whole concept of you know the spirit realm you know we are a three part being being spirit soul and body mm-hmm. god is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth and, and this is something that we've we've been learning about. You know, deliverance really has changed everything for us. Mm-hmm. And it's changed everything for a lot of, of uh, preachers out there. We've been, you know, listening a lot to Pastor Greg Locke. And it just some of the things that are coming out, because deliverance has totally flipped their church ups, upside down. I mean, Pastor Greg was a full-blown cessationist, which means that a cessationist is a person that believes that the gifts of the spirit and the moving of the spirit and signs, wonders, healing and miracles and that type of thing stopped when the last apostle died. So like the situation with Jasper wouldn't be possible right. because you know, that, that there's no power basically available right. anymore. Yeah. God didn't work like that no more. So it's kind of neat to have something so cool to well, say, huh? Well, you know what? This is what God did in our life. We are not cessationists, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, one of the things that I, I really had some questions on is, and we don't have the be all and end all of this. We're just sharing our hearts with you and giving you some questions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just asking a question. And Greg was talking, Pastor Greg was talking about how, how can you can tell if a spirit that is speaking either to you or through somebody else is a familiar spirit, okay? And you can find the operation of familiar spirits and how they work. I believe this is a good scripture for it, is in Matthew 24, Mm -hmm. where Jesus is talking about the last days. And the apostles asked him, he said, and we went through Matthew 24 not too long ago, but the very first thing that comes out of Jesus' mouth when they ask him about what are the signs of the times, he says, take heed that no one deceive you, for many will come in my name proclaiming me or acting on the authority of my name Mm -hmm. and will lead many astray. Okay. So the thing that we learned that we can tell is a familiar spirit will draw you to a person, but the Holy, the Holy spirit will always point you towards Jesus. And that's in John chapters 14, 15 and 16, where Jesus is explaining the ministry of the Holy spirit and how he will work. Several times in there, he said, he will testify of me. Mm-hmm. So he will always draw us to the Holy Spirit. But we got to just got to chit-chatting a little bit about this, and it really just kind of rose up inside of me. Do we open ourselves up to being deceived by a familiar spirit when we are praying and asking God to bless something that we want versus taking the time to get into close fellowship with Holy Spirit and finding out what he wants for that situation. Right. I mean, there's a lot of scripture that talks about that people are going to be deceived. They're going to mm-hmm. have itching ears and they're going to have, they're going to basically have teachers and people that speak into their life that satisfy, that tell them basically exactly what they want to hear. And so they're going to believe that that is the truth, which 
It's a sign of the times. That's why I'm going to go to one of those examples. I mean, I believe that's why the Holy Spirit is definitely saying so often to get into the word because of the scripture, be not deceived being the first thing that is discussed by Jesus as far as the signs of Mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, What Mary Jo's talking about the scripture about people having itching ears, second Timothy uh, chapter four, I'm going to just read verses one through five. Actually, I'm going to stop at verse four. And this is the Amplified Bible. I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead and by in the light of his coming and his kingdom. Herald and preach the word. Word is capitalized there. So we know in the Gospel of John, I believe it's the 14th chapter. uh, No, no, I'm sorry. It's John chapter 1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. John chapter 1, verse 14. And the word became flesh, and dwelt among us. So the word capitalized is Jesus Christ. So herald and preach the word. Keep your sense of urgency. Stand by, be at hand and ready, whether the opportunity seems to be favorable or unfavorable, whether it is convenient or inconvenient, whether it is welcome or unwelcome. You, as preacher of the word, are to show people in what way their lives are wrong and convince them, rebuking and correcting, warning and urging and encouraging them, being unflagging, and inexhaustible impatience in teaching. Why? Verse 3, For the time is coming when people will not tolerate or endure sound and wholesome instruction, but having ears, itching for something pleasing and gratifying. They will gather to themselves one teacher after another to a considerable number, chosen to satisfy their own liking and to foster the errors that they hold, and will turn aside from hearing the truth and wander off into myths and man-made fictions. Okay? And now I had another scripture come up. Holy Spirit had brought this to my attention. And the uh, example is found in 1 Kings chapter 22. Okay? I'm just going to read a little bit here. Um, Starting verse 1, just to give you a little bit of context. Syria and Israel continue without war for three years. In the third year, Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, came down to the king of Israel, who was Ahab, And Ahab said to his servants, Do you know that Ramoth and Gilead is ours? And we keep silence and do not take it from the king of Syria. Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, Inquire first, I pray you, for the word of the Lord today. Okay? And Ahab gathered the prophets together, about 400 men, and said to them, Shall I go against Ramoth Gilead to battle, or shall I hold back? And they said, Go up, for the Lord will deliver it into the hand of the king. Jehoshaphat said, Is there not another prophet of the Lord here whom we may ask? Ahab, king of Israel, said to Jehoshaphat, There is yet one man, Micaiah, son of Imlah, by whom we may inquire of the Lord, but I hate him, for he never prophesies good for me but evil. So you're saying that you think King Ahab really only wanted to hear a certain thing, so he gathered around the prophets that he felt was going to say, exactly what he wanted to hear. I'm, you know, the scripture supports that based on what uh, the Bible records that Ahab said in verse eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I hate him for he never prophesies good for me, but evil. I, I'm, I'm curious if that's what happened. If right. Ahab was so, he was so wanting to hear one thing and one thing only that he gathered people around him that would say that, you know, but enter Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat, 
probably had a little bit of an <clears throat> inkle in his middle that no, was saying, you know what, maybe you want to check on something else with that because he's got the potential. And this is the question that I have and that we have been talking about. Is this, is this scriptural by looking at the example in Matthew 24 where Jesus is talking about the, what the signs of the times are? This scripture in 1 Kings 22, talking about Ahab, his, and eventual, you know, eventually his death. You know, by the end of the chapter, Ahab is dead, you know, d- died in battle. And then what the Bible says in 2 Timothy 4 about the teachers having itching ears. Teachers. The, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I apologize. The people having itching ears and gathering to themselves teachers, teachers who are speaking what they want to hear. Right. Could that be us opening up ourselves to familiar spirits and drawing us away from the Holy Spirit and leading us into error or leading us into things that the Lord would not have us to do? Right. You know, and that's a heavy question. Well, I'd say it's a good possibility. Mm-hmm. I would say Something so too. Something to be aware of. Yes, I would believe so also. And um, that is why I really, really, and we both have been on this for quite a while, mm-hmm. we really feel it is super critical to develop that relationship and fellowship with Holy Spirit mm-hmm. so you can discern. Right. Is this a familiar spirit? Mm-hmm. Is this a spirit of God or is this a spirit of the devil? Because there's only two. Or your flesh. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Or is it you're just your flesh wanting to be gratified and justified? Right. So you pray and say, God, I want to go do this. And is that okay? And God says no, but you're not wanting to hear that. So the familiar spirit says, oh, look, I can deceive that person and lead them into error. And the Bible does say that Satan even comes as an angel of light, okay? And he comes to deceive. He's a deceiver. So I don't, you know, I'm, we're definitely not the be-all and end-all of this conversation. <laughs> no, but we're just having a conversation. I believe that the conversation needs to be had because if the words of the Lord are pretty strong when he said the first thing that he says about the sign of the times is mm-hmm. take heed that no one deceive you. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So that would mean to me that I really need to be sharp in the Lord. And how do you do that? How do you understand a person's voice? You spend time with them. You listen to their voice so that when they speak, there's not even a thought. You know who it is. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it says that, you know, you know, you know, the shepherd's voice. Mm-hmm. As a sheep, you know the voice of the shepherd. Yeah, and as strangers, you do not follow. Mm-hmm. So to get to that point, you need to spend time with the shepherd. Mm-hmm. So that's a good question, I think. What do you all think? Yeah, let us know what you well, think. Let us know what you think. Let's dialogue on this a little bit. I mean, I think it's a great discussion. Mm-hmm. So, And I, I personally really feel like this is a time in life and in history where this discussion needs to be had. It would be very good for it to be had. So Sounds good. Praise God. I hope you enjoyed this. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Let us know your thoughts. Drop a comment. Shoot us an email. However it is you choose to get a hold of us. But we'd love to hear from you. And let's talk about it. Thanks so much.